Today on the news and why it matters, Impeachment Watch 2019. It is happening today. We have got the latest for you uh, ahead of the vote. Also, the omnibus bill that no one's talking about. Yeah, you're really going to want to hear what's in this bill if you care about spending. Uh, you're going to be shocked. Got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Hello there. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stubergear and uh, Chief Researcher of the Glenn Beck Radio Program, Jason Buttrell, who I feel like we need to have you on when there's like Russia stuff, Ukraine stuff. Have you done all of your investigative work on this stuff that we're talking about today? <laughs> I refuse to read some of these things because I've read way too many bills, investigations. <laughs> I'm calling it quits. You're, you're, so, just, you're off. Yeah, I'll, you're I'll, off for the holidays I'll leave already. like Daniel Horowitz, this is all you. Some of my stuff Omnibus, this is all you. I'm quitting at least until next year, well, which is like a couple using, weeks. You'll be on the next Horowitz. farm bill, I hope. <laughs> I farm bill. Oh okay. God. Hold me yes, back. Please. Hold me back. Please don't get started. Uh, got a lot coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, NetSuite. So if you are a small business owner. You already know this. I don't have to tell you, but if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. You're not going to know how to grow your profits because knowing your numbers is the key to maximizing your profits, to growing your business. That is why NetSuite by Oracle, uh, they have set out to solve that problem. And so, you know, you got one, uh, you know, little portal running here that's like, this is my financial program here. This is my HR program here. This is my accounting software. You don't want to do that. That's not going to help you uh, know your numbers, and that's not going to help you be efficient. So NetSuite by Oracle, uh, they put all of your finances, all of your everything that you need to run your business in one place and NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500. Yeah. So if you like making money and you like growing your business, if you like capitalism and you're not like one of those Bernie bros who like whines and complains all the time because people are becoming billionaires, if you want to actually become a billionaire, uh, you got to go to netsuite.com slash why. You can set up a free demo. All right, listen, I'm saying the words free and I really mean free. It is a free demo and also a free guide. Seven key strategies to grow your profits. That is netsuite.com slash why. I mean, only if you're in it to make money, which is why all of us are in it because we're all just terrible Americans. <laughs> Selfish, entitled Americans who like to make money. Yeah, don't be ashamed. Go to netsuite.com slash why. Get your free demo and your free guide today. All right. I really, I'm so tired of talking about this, you guys. We could tell. <laughs> so tired of talking about this. But I'm doing it for you guys out there, the viewers, uh, who it's, want it's to so hear. It's so historic, though, right? Oh. It's just, and somber. And Historical solemn. and somber. Is it solemn? Solemn. It was a solemn day. Sad, historic, uh, important. You will always remember where you were today when they <laughs> cast that vote to impeach Donald Trump in a in a in a charade that we all knew the outcome from basically the day the Democrats got control of the House. Yeah. Or the day he was inaugurated. elected. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least there was a chance Republicans would hold the House at that point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they were they were introducing bills before he was even, you know, uh, in office to impeach the guy. They were saying that that was one of the main, I mean, Rashida Tlaib famously said she was getting elected just to go impeach him. Um, you know, this is a it's 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 been a long road. And, you know, this is the one good piece of news you'll get today is that this road is almost over. I mean, we're going to come back from uh, from Christmas break. And what we're going to see on the other side is a Senate trial, which by all indications, both Trump and McConnell want to go very quickly with no 
witnesses. I don't necessarily agree with that approach, um, but I think that's what we're going to see. Okay, I have a question on that that maybe both of you know. But is so what's the over? Is there any oversight after an, a Senate impeachment trial? Like, so can they say okay? Can they just table the thing, get rid of it, and then yeah. say after the fact, now here's the oversight and some of the things we thought was fishy in the entire proceeding? I mean, they could always they could always run you know hearings and committees and such. But uh, you know, Senate has full control, complete control over uh, the uh, the way this goes. So. I actually did like McConnell's uh, response to. Uh, uh, to what's his name? Uh, his counterpart, minority leader. Oh, Schumer. Schumer. Mm-hmm. I actually liked I his response. Here, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Take your time. I liked his response where he, Schumer was, you know, saying, "No, you need to call these people and these people and these people." And McConnell's like, "That's not. That's not our job. Like, our job is not." Maybe to- you guys should have uh, the the House. The House right. should have thought about that before they pass it on to the Senate. I, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like, why should why should McConnell spend all the effort to do what the House Democrats didn't do? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and the only reason they did it so fast and so sloppily is because they wanted to just do this before everyone flew home for Christmas break. Yeah, and I think too, reason. Schumer knew that McConnell didn't want to, take, mm-hmm. want to call witnesses. So he, he is at a no-cost proposition to say he wants them. Better he doesn't office. actually want them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of senators who are running for president who don't want to be away from Iowa for the entire month of January if they can help it. Um, I don't think there's any real, any real realistic you know, reason they're going to actually you know, get these people up there. The only reason they're doing that is like if, let's say, McConnell goes down the other route and starts calling witnesses, they want to be on record saying that we wanted these people. But I mean, that, I don't think it's going to happen. And I, that part of it I do think is unfortunate. You know, we do have a lot of information that, that the American people should be able to see and, and, and have a full investigation on. I don't think that's going to happen with the Senate trial, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, it's tough. If you are Donald Trump, if you're Mitch McConnell, you have a bunch of people who are in purple states that are running for Senate that you don't necessarily want to have them cast those votes. They're cowards on that every single time. And in addition, they're looking at this and they're like, we won, right? You know, the American people looked at this and said before it started and said there was about a 50 percent or 45 to 50 percent wanted to impeach him. Uh, they went through the whole process and still 45 to 50 percent want to impeach him. Nothing happened. So let's take our win and get back to in a normal business. I am interested on what this does going forward to the next election because uh, you were just talking about uh, on, on Glenn's show, uh, there's a lot of people, if you look at the numbers and you look at how some of the people in some of the, and there's 31 Democrats basically that are in Trump, uh, you know, mm-hmm. basically Trump country. Mm-hmm. And they were elected. I believe it's MAGA country. MAGA, oh, MAGA land. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were elected pretty much because they were considered bipartisan. And everyone thought that everyone, those, those the moderates in the, in those states, like Oklahoma, South Carolina, they all thought that the uh, this new Democrat they were electing was pretty much going to vote along GOP lines. Everyone was predicting that. Every single analyst. And you were po- just pointing out some of the percentages. Like seventy five percent is how much they thought they were go- their issues were going to toe the line of GOP issues. And what they found out was they were vastly different. It was actually eighty five to ninety percent the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So it's not what the voters wanted. And now there's this impeachment. There's been town halls. Uh, there was one a town hall recently up in Oklahoma for, uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but um, for that uh, uh, representative that was elected up there. For that, and that's actually their main one in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma County. Um, but the town hall people were like, what are you doing? This is not why we elected you. This is not why we put you here. Oh, was it Slotkin? Uh, no, no, Kendra something. Okay, so something. I saw Slotkin and I saw even Adam Schiff was having a town hall. And I don't know if they were just like plants, but they came up and they were hitting him hard for, you know, you're lying, you're a liar, this is treasonous, 
we don't imagine? want you to do this. I mean, it was it was awkward. I like this country, but I am not dedicated enough to it to go to an Adam Schiff no. uh, <laughs> town hall. That is like, I mean, you might as well just stick a fork in your eye. Uh, that is terrible. That's okay, terrible. Communist. Uh, yeah, Adam Schiff. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a, a, a I think a, a road that is going to hurt some of these Democrats. I mean, you know, you, they have wiggle room here. Um, they could lose sixteen uh, voter, uh, sixteen Democrats, and still get this thing through um part of me thought that they might let that get up to eight or nine or ten you know a lot of times they'll do that they'll let a little bit of dissent happen they're not going to let it fail but they'll let a little dissent happen so that they can go back to their people and say look i really thought about this and and i said i'm not going to impeach donald trump you know when you're in a there's some there's one representative i can't remember the name was in plus 14 district uh for for donald trump Plus 14, that's not, a, I mean, he has no right winning that district in the first place. Not no right, but like, there's, he shouldn't win that district if there's a competent opponent. Um, Wasn't the upstate New York one like plus 15? Was it I really? Yeah. That's, uh, that's New York, upstate New York. Oh, and, and coincidentally, that, that congressman only won, or the, uh, the Democrat only beat that, the incumbent, by two percentage points. Mm-hmm. Very, very close. Mm-hmm. But now, the, the person that was unseated, since, this, uh, since the current congressman in upstate New York said that he was going to vote for impeachment, she was like, I'm, I'm coming back and taking my seat back she'll probably get it too yeah i mean that is the thing too and, and we saw this this is one thing that that a lot of the, when they look ahead they forget a lot we saw it with um with barack obama in that barack obama was had a really rough uh, time in the in the midterms of his first term um in both actually both terms but i mean the first one was that tea party election it was the biggest wave in 100 years uh and people looked at that and they said okay well the tea party came in huge wave election things haven't really improved from there i mean a little bit on the edges but like there's still lots of controversy obamacare's way underwater still there's a lot of hope for Mitt Romney there to become president of the United States on the Republican side. And it wasn't able to happen because people went back to that Obama idea of big personality. They had a good 2012 and then again in 2014 fell off. You could see that happening here. I mean, the Republicans had a bad 2018. I mean, you know, for all the, you know, the winning that Trump, uh, you know, talks about, and he obviously did win his election and he's had some victories here. But like, 2018 was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance, however, that people are more locked into just Trump as a person rather than the Republican Party generally or the ideas that they're talking about. They like Donald Trump. So when he's on the ticket again, we may see a lot of those things come back. And those people who are, in the, are on, the, on that fence, you know, it's one thing to buck your party and, and say, you know what, I'm going I'm to say Trump shouldn't be impeached, even though I think he did something wrong. To actually vote for impeachment, I mean, you're going to lose anyone who thinks who's voting for Donald Trump at that point. And you can, I don't know if you can win those districts without him. Yeah. You, you know, you joked earlier, we were being sarcastic, and you joked that this was such a historic, uh, mm, such so a historic, historic vote. But, I mean, I do think there's some truth to that, not for the reasons that the Democrats say. Um, and President Trump kind of alluded to it in his letter that he sent to uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, it's a six-page letter. It, you know, if you listen to CNN, they would tell you that it was very shocking. Yes. Very shocking <laughs> oh, that Donald God, that Trump sent crazy. a scathing letter to Nancy Pelosi. No, it's not. Well, it's only because he acts that paid way attention to every Trump single at all. time. Right. If you've yeah. ever paid attention to Donald Trump, at least, like, for 10 seconds in his life, you would, you would not be surprised by this at all. Um, but he slammed, of course, the Democrats for their, quote, unprecedented and unconstitutional abuse of power. He said that the Salem witch trials afforded, quote, more due process than the Democrats. Partisan impeachment inquiry, and that the Democrats are actually the ones who are interfering in America's elections and obstructing justice. Don't disagree with him there. Um, Nancy Pelosi was asked 
for uh, her response to Donald Trump's letter, and this is what she said. The reaction is the president's letter? No reaction. It's ridiculous. You have no reaction? Why not? No, I, mean, I haven't really fully read it. We've been working. I've seen the essence of it, though, and it's really sick. Does she ever fully read anything? No. Has she ever fully read anything in her life? We have to we have to pass the bill so you can find out what's in it. We haven't really read it. Oh, I, I haven't read the letter, but I can tell you it's really sick. It, yeah. it cracked me up. Like, I, I read it, and it was right. literally like a page turner. Because yeah, usually I, I just skim those things. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh. I'm re- you know, <laughs> you know was, it's going to be good. Right. Like, so I, I write for people, and, and sometimes it's a challenge. It would be an extreme. It would be both the best job of your life to write for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and both at the exact same time the worst job of your life. Because <laughs> when you're writing things like that, it'd be so fun. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. And you're It'd not so right. fun. That, that's him dictating that. You could tell what it's him. I mean, <laughs> could, it's, I, could I just? Yes. I, I forgot. I was going to ask the producers to get a screenshot of this because I thought of you when mm. I read it, and for some reason, no pressure was capitalized. Right. Just in just in a regular paragraph, a regular <laughs> sentence. When he says no pressure. N is capitalized, P is capitalized. And that's I was him. just like, that is him. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's him. him. That's him. And look, you know, I mean, I think there's something nice about that, right? That yeah. the president's actually saying, you could tell when Trump's not using his own words. And and he's there was an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's him. Um, but this was really him. It wasn't shocking at all. It would have been, sh- I mean, maybe it was shocking that he didn't put it in a tweet thread. I don't know what was <laughs> shocking about it. Uh, it, it I, that part of it really has bothered me for some reason um, as I've watched this coverage. And that, like, the, the coverage is capitalization. Yeah, well, that too, but that does, as you know, bother me. Um, but like the just the disingenuous nature of it. It's like there is no one who's saying the things they actually mean. I mean, this was Wolf Blitzer, and Wolf Blitzer, you know, he's a news guy, and I, you know, Wolf uh, of the people at CNN, Wolf Blitzer is not the biggest problem over there by any means. That's a pretty low bar. Uh, well, to be fair, uh, you know, but like Wolf is like not a not. He's he's a I mean I definitely not think Brian Stelter. Yeah, he's not like a hardcore opinion. He's not Don Lemon yeah. or Chris Cuomo or anything like that. And, you know, he just said, like, it's shocking. And it's like he's because like that has become such a, a frequent like tick of their language. Like, it's not shocking to anyone. Everyone knows how Donald Trump reacts in these situations. He didn't come up and like, you know, write some eloquent prose. He just came out and talks the way he does. And, he, and, he, and he's in, insulting and he's saying he was wronged. It's what he does in every single situation. How can you possibly be shocked by this? It's not shocking at all. Um, and, you know, it's that thing of, like, being fake. You know, it, they're trying to, like, constantly elevate these situations to higher and higher importance levels. It's so similar to what they're trying to do with global warming. Mm-hmm. And that, like, you know, you can look at some scientists who are really worried about some of the stuff and, and, and are concerned about how we're going to deal with it. But when you come in and every single time any report comes out, you go to the worst case scenario, the thing that least likely to happen. You highlight all of the worst things out of that scenario. And you say every single day you just go more deeper, deeper, deeper in the in the, the Greta bandwagon where you say we have to do more and more and more and more. And the, and the consequences are more and more dire. And the things the steps we have to take are more and more drastic and draconian. And at some point, people just tune it out. And I swear that's where America, the Amer- American people are on this impeachment. Yeah. Uh, you would think that they would have learned from the movie Chicken Little, but apparently they did not. Uh, when we come back, the omnibus, the spending bill that you're not, you're probably not going to hear about uh, all of these little crazy things that were snuck in there. But you really should care. We'll tell you why it matters when we return. <coughs>
Before we get back into the program, we want to thank our sponsor, Overcomer. Overcomer Movie, it is not only available for digital, digital download, say that three times fast, uh, it is also available for Blu-ray and DVD purchase. Stu, you've seen it. Yeah, I mean it's a great uh, it's a great movie you know for faith. It's around the holidays. It's a great thing to do uh, to watch um, because it's an inspirational um, and it's the Kendrick brothers. They have lots of great stuff. But it tells the story of uh, you know uh, uh, a town has a manufacturing situation where the plant closes. Basically, everybody moves out of town, so they have this like state championship level basketball team that is has to dissolve essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy has to wind up coaching. A sport he doesn't care about, cross country, but who would? Who, who would? cares who would? about cross country? Uh, and the cross country oh. team, which was one person. And uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a tough coaching gig. Um, and But it goes into how um, it's, a, it's a great example of, especially if you're a person of faith, of how you're supposed to take things that don't seem all that great mm-hmm. and try to find what you're supposed to learn out of them. Or um, if you think cross country is boring and you yeah. don't want to pay right. attention to it, mm-hmm. you soon learn when you watch the movie. Mm-hmm. It actually is. It, it's interesting. Well, I don't think I don't think it makes cross country interesting, <laughs> but it does make uh, the relationships interesting. No, it does actually. I mean, it's a it's a great story, and you know, it's a perfect one for the family around the holidays. Overcomer, uh, I would definitely recommend it. It is overcomermovie.com. Don't be fooled. I know you see. You're like, oh, another faith movie, boring. No, that's not this one. Trust us on this. It is overcomermovie.com. Go uh, get you Blu-ray, DVD, or digital download at overcomermovie.com. This omnibus bill. Um, Before we get into this, I would just like to say Daniel Horowitz was on your show. Yeah. Uh, when was it? Hour two? It was this morning, and, and uh, I filled in for Glenn today as well and had him on. So oh, well, okay. we've had our double dose of Daniel Horowitz today. Yeah, so that's just the, the things that he was talking about. I was horrified. Um, you know, yeah. conservatives used to care about spending. That seems to be just a thing of the past. So this omnibus bill that uh, was just passed, Trump is a, apparently poised to sign it tonight and is very happy about it, according to Kellyanne Conway. It is a $1.4 trillion uh, bill. Mm. And just to list a couple of the things that it either includes or for spending or was snuck in there. Um, It includes a repeal of Obamacare's Cadillac tax on the high cost health insurance benefits. It also raises the tobacco buying age to 21. Which um, um, unbelievable. How is that not? Bill? I mean, like in all seriousness, how is that not a massive debate <laughs> in this country? That's a big issue. Huge. Uh, like you can't just you're just throwing that in a, a three thousand page bill, or that one's in the two thousand page bill. Sorry, but still, like that is uh, uh, just that in and of itself should be an entire segment of the show. Uh, there's and there's you know five thousand examples like that in this in this bill, and there always is. You can't. You, you, they're they're saying you're adult enough to grab a rifle and die uh-huh. for the country mm-hmm. at eighteen years old. But not have a smoke break. Yeah. That is absolutely asinine and stupid. <laughs> I mean, that is big government right there. That's how dumb big government is. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, <laughs> I don't. I always feel like the right way to err is getting less government involved in things. I mean, we had that. Uh, we talked about the. Um, I think it was on the show, or uh, on, or was it on radio? I'm getting all confused. But about this whole kind of inter inter squabble uh, porn debate that's gone on on the conservative yes, thing. Yeah. And you know, like I'm very much on the rights based conservatism uh, sort of path, where I know some. The other one was common good conservatism under Ben Shapiro's construct of it, which I, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but like you know, it's, it's interesting to see that like some of the people who are are for banning porn are are against raising the cigarette age from eighteen to twenty one. Like I, <laughs> I like I, I mean, it's just I, I think it's just a fascinating thing. We draw these lines around certain things that we have. The better idea is to keep everybody out of it. But again, this this is just like one little thing. Mm. Donald Trump promised. He would not sign another bill like the last time he did this uh, omnibus uh, bill. And he, I guess, isn't lying technically because last time it was $1.3 trillion and this time it's $1.4 trillion. So technically, I guess, signing this, it is different. <laughs> um, not the right way, though. And I don't know why, you know, Trump is so good at, at, at disrupting these normal flows of, 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 of information, of, of, of the way things get done. You know, I mean, he's famously stopped doing uh, the press briefing. Like, no one thought you could stop doing the press briefing. He stopped doing the press briefing. Like, why he can't stand up and say, you know what? I'm not going to spend $1.4 trillion. No. I'm not going to get rid of all these taxes to pay for Obamacare so you can have it for free with no consequence. Um, these things are, it's just a weird, it's a, it's a situation. He just does not honestly seem at all interested in curbing spending. It just doesn't seem like it's his thing. And just to, just to, let me just throw in a, a few more uh, that, that the spending bill includes. $1.375 billion for uh, some barriers on the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, $25 million for gun violence research. This is the first time that that effort has received funding in two decades. Uh, and then you've got your defense spending, security grants, uh, stuff like that. But then $9 billion for the EPA and uh, Liberian Amnesty and Pathway to Citizenship and paid leave, yeah. paid family leave for federal workers who, you know, already have more benefits than us little people. Yep. So there was a lot of federal under. worker additions in yeah. here. Yep. The federal, yeah. And then raising their pay and all that stuff. Glad they got that in there. I just want to give you guys more money. That's what I was going to say before. Is what, this trajectory is, is scary mm-hmm. because I, I was looking at the numbers a while back and we're spending money as if we're in a major world war. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's, the, that, that's how we're spending money right now. But it's, it's pretty much peacetime at the moment. We're doing things everywhere, you know, little small things everywhere. But I mean, it's, it's not like a major war, whether it's regional or global, but that's how we're spending. And this is under Republican leadership. Mm. So, I mean, God forbid, who knows, you know, I don't know, Bernie Sanders would get elected. Like, how much more would spending oh, go up over then? You know, actually, what would happen was then the Republicans would be like, oh, yeah. stop <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. We really mean it this I mean, time. I remember when Obama was there, they ca- the Republicans were huge on unfunded liabilities. Yeah. Got to yeah. do something about these unfunded liabilities or we will not approve this, uh, you know, this, yeah. this bill. We're not going to vote for it. Where'd those guys go now? Because those liabilities are still unfunded and it's, I, who knows? I want I want to give like a double or tripled, but it's probably quadrupled the amount that's unfunded. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> we were really good during the Obama administration at watching the other hand when there was a big thing going on. Like here, this is the impeachment. What's going on? Tons of stuff you want to know about, and we should, we need to continue to watch the other hand. And I'll say like the one big issue with Trump, and, and it's where he's vulnerable, and he's done a lot of good things. But the thing, one of the things I think people really like about him, and they see it as a strength, is he makes these big bold promises and promises to follow through with them. But it's actually his weakness. When he says, I'm going to get a new trade deal, he winds up giving massive giveaways to Democrats and, and unions to get the trade deal done. Because in his mind, he's promised, and I've got to get it done no matter what. The same thing with the wall. That $1.375 billion in funding for the wall is an inconsequential Nothing. overall. But he's going to be able to say he can build the wall. And they probably extracted $100 billion in concessions to give him that $1.375. He's, he, he's, he's not focused enough on the details to get away with that. It's just get it done, get it done, get it done. And when you say get it done, a lot of times you cross lines that you shouldn't be crossing. I do think he's doing that. Uh, uh, 
a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And it's happening behind this wall of impeachment where we're not really paying attention to it, but it doesn't mean it make it any less important. Yeah. So uh, if you care about spending, maybe worth, I don't know, a phone call or tweet him, tweet Donald Trump. He's poised to uh, sign it again tonight. Not that us little people can do anything about it, but you might as well try uh, back in a minute. I'm interested to see who in the Senate votes for it. Because there's, I mean, some of the people that I... So for those of you who are super last minute shoppers and you're like, oh, I don't know what to get this really awesome person in my life who has such good taste that they really enjoy all of the Blaze programs, the news and why it matters, uh, most importantly, obviously, and you don't know what to get them, we've got a great idea for idea for you. You can go to blazetv.com. Mm-hmm. You use promo code NEWS20OFF. You will get not only a 30-day trial, but you will get uh, $20 off of any annual subscription. So then you're saving money, mm-hmm. and you're getting someone something really awesome. I mean, you're saving enough money for multiple Taco Bell extra value. Oh, my God. Ah, that's very true. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the News and Why It Matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Well, uh, impeachment wouldn't be the same without all of the rallies going on, all of the left becoming completely unhinged. Uh, By the way, I've been noticing on Twitter, there's this really weird trend where, like, everyone is tweeting about impeachment thinking that, like, he's going to be removed from office. Yeah, they don't know what it means. <laughs> no. I think, like, look, when I was, like, 15 years old, I also would have thought, like, <laughs> impeachment means removed. But, like, you kind of learn it. They think yeah. he's gone today. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. They think no, like, they, they were yeah. tweeting out the little gifts that were like, bye. Yeah, and I'm like, like, that's not. It's going to happen. You guys <laughs> no. understand this process at all? It doesn't work at all. Uh, but so there was an impeachment rally downtown in Los Angeles. Some really awesome, familiar faces there. You guys will be very pleased to know that uh, Katie Hill. Ah, I remember she, her. Yes, yeah. Now, when you say bye-bye, that actually happened to her. <laughs> she actually did have to go bye-bye. Yes, yeah, she did. Unlike Donald Trump. Right. He's not going anywhere. Correct. She actually did go. And did break the rules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that she helped pass and put into place mm. and then broke them and is some kind of kinky, but uh, that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, so let's, let's listen to Katie Hill and her uh, poignant insightful take on impeachment. Katie! Katie! It's great. Everything, everything is a blessing and a curse, right? But tonight, I can be here and I am not a member of Congress and, and this is a solemn, solemn thing. Mm. But I can say tonight, it's time to impeach the mother <laughs> This is a solemn, solemn thing. Very solemn. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the content of uh, what she's saying. Who shows up to these things? Just the idea that there is an impeachment rally is bizarre. <laughs> Although I guess tonight uh, Trump is going to have a rally mm-hmm. and, and they think maybe, you know, we don't, we don't know what time the vote's coming down, but they, they're going to potentially impeach him while he's on stage. Yeah, but his rally's, I mean, his, his rally are, is a campaign rally, it's a, right? It's a normal separate campaign rally. Right, but, you can't help it that it's scheduled yeah. on the same oh, day. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just going to be an interesting spectacle, yeah. right? I mean, but like, in that defense, politically, that could help him. Yeah, because yes. just you make it a big deal oh, yeah. but yes. this does nothing for no. them like that's not going to swing how they're how the congressmen are going to vote on it tonight i know I mean, well and that's why like does he have someone who's going to come up on stage and tell him when they actually vote 
You know what I mean? Oh, I like bet. someone comes oh, up on stage oh, and tells them and he says, he loves I it. just got word. Yes. I've just been impeached. He even oh. fakes those moments. I remember one time when uh, when John Kasich uh, <laughs> dropped out of the campaign, um, he had gone on one network and they discussed it. And then he went on a, the next interview was with another network. And they said, by the way, uh, Mr. Trump, I don't know if you knew this, uh, just came down that John Kasich resigned. He's like, <laughs> Well, well, I mean, uh, you know, wow, that's a surprise. But uh, like, we, we, you're just on another television channel talking about it. Of course, he do. like he likes that drama. Yeah. I think that's part of uh, who he is. Um, you know, it's it's. I don't know. I mean, it's it's the only thing that this does. I think the impeachment is it gives you like a branding, right? Like, um, who, like who is that? Uh, who is the? If I, if I remember my Dallas Cowboys history correctly, who was the? Was there a defensive back who won MVP of the Super Bowl one of those years? He had a couple interceptions. Uh, oh, when right? they, against uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, do you remember who it was? I can't off the top of my head. I don't remember. remember but I was, was thinking of like you know, Steelers. Uh, you know, I, I, the Redskins won it with Doug Williams one year, right? Like, and it's like Doug Williams or Mark Rippin, right? Like, uh, here, here's a guy who is not a huge you know Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's always had that branding of Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it gives, you a, it's, it gives you a standing. You can always kind of attach it to the, to the name. And that's what the Democrats want to do with impeachment here. It's like, this, he's only the third person who's ever mm-hmm. been impeached. The only third president. And this shows he's bad. He's an impeached president. And that's part of him now. And I think they like that branding. What it does beyond that, I mean, uh, uh, you know, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, it's not going to remove him from office. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to lower his major, you know, majority in the Senate. It's not going to do anything. It's just going to give you a little bit of a thing that you can kind of throw in your campaign commercial. The precedent is that it's going to hurt your side doing this, just to put that label on him. And who remembers Bill Clinton was even impeached? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no one. Like, I was win. Yeah, 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 it's true. And his polling went up. After impeachment, that's what I'm saying. The precedent yeah. is there, like so. I don't. Well, and it's I'm a mixed wanna... bag. I think I, I feel like it's a mixed bag on that. I don't know. I mean, like the, you know, remember, you know, we're coming out of one of the more successful decades because of basically the invention of the internet, right? Like we're going into the internet era. Things are raging at this time. They, we have not had the dot com bubble burst right yet, and Al Gore loses. Yeah. That should not have happened. I mean, Gore, I mean, for as crappy as a candidate as he was, coming off of a success, a successful presidency like Clinton's, that's, that's how people viewed it. He really was the heavy favorite there and still lost. So I don't know. Was that part of it? Was the impeachment part of it? I think there was a big level of people saying, gosh, I'm so sick of that scandal. Mm-hmm. It's constant scandal. Just give me somebody. That was a big thing that Bush did. It's like, I'm going to bring back, you know, some level of, of moral standing to the office. Um, and, you know, that that was at some level successful for him. I think it's a mixed bag. I think it does. It hurt maybe in the House and maybe helped with the presidency. I don't know. OK, but what if. You have all of this impeachment going on. They're trying to impeach him with, you know, actually no crimes that they've Mm -hmm. found evidence for. And talking about branding, you also have Alyssa Milano as one of the faces (laughs) of your, you know, impeachment rallies saying stuff like this. Many impeachable <laughs> offenses, and I'm not tired of tr- speaking.
speaking truth to power, I will never tire of that. (laughs) But I am so tired of being lied to by a president. And I'm, I'm tired that the entire Republican Party thinks that we are all stupid. You are. I don't know if they are. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, she does bring up an interesting point that I've always wondered: is it must be tiring to just be so angry about everything yeah. all the time and just so indignant and offended? And I'm like, is it? Aren't you guys exhausted? <laughs> it must be actually exhausting. Go home. I know. <laughs> well, you know, with Obama, I mean, like we had a lot of. We were not fans. Um, of Obama's. <laughs> I don't know if anyone noticed that. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, we got to a point where we are just like, we, I can't even say his name anymore. I'm just exhausted. Like, we yeah. put up a big board, and every time we said his name, we had to put $20 to charity. <laughs> uh, we had to pay, it was, a, a lot. It was an expensive freaking year. <laughs> um, you know, uh, let me take this to one other kind of separate point here. That she's pre-menopausal and she's Yes, angry. I'm very interested in her menopause. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, let me take it to uh, kids deciding to change genders. We've had this conversation on the show how many times? Mm, a million, a million. times. Where I was like, you know, kids can't make decisions like this when, you know, they shouldn't be. When I was a kid, I was completely convinced I wanted to marry Alyssa Milano. Oof. And what if that had happened? <laughs> I would be hanging from a rafter on the end of a rope. <laughs> like that, you can't make decisions. That I was. Com- I would have given anything to go on a date with, a, with, a, with Alyssa Milano when she was on Who's the Boss. I loved her. God um, works in mysterious ways. That would have been terrible. Still. Like Both of us would be hanging from separate ropes <laughs> on the other end of houses because we hated each other so much. So don't make decisions when you're that young, kids. That's a, that is a, actually a really great point. <laughs> <laughs> How puzzled you are. Gosh, that's a great point. Yeah. I can't believe it. Jason, you're on a way in. Uh, I don't, I, for one, I just don't understand how s- some people have risen to this level of punditry where they're actually being seriously listened to, you know, for their political views, like Alyssa, Mith- Alyssa Milano. Like, I don't care what Melissa Milano thinks. I mean, could it be any more obvious that she's just trying to stay relevant? Yeah. Right? I, like, you know, what, why else is she there? So you would think that, but then also you ha- have people like Robert De Niro that is such an outspoken and like, you know, He's so flammable in his, you know, rhetoric on, on Donald Trump. Like, why are you, you so what he upset? Said on the view? That Donald Trump is worse than any of the characters that he's played. <laughs> Donald Trump is a worse person than any character yeah. he's played. There's a- like murderers. <laughs> like, what? See Goodfellas? Come yeah. on. Like, I just saw The Irishman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not a good guy in that movie. Um, you know, it's funny, though. Like, I think there's a, there is a separation point, I think, that you're noticing and I, I think is true with it when it comes to, um, you know, Alyssa Milano and a, and a De Niro, right? Like, where De Niro is just like F you famous yeah. and yeah. can say whatever he wants. And has no filter, right? Like, this is what he believes. Yeah. Does he think about it more than 10 minutes a month? Probably no. not. But he blurts out whatever he wants because he's Robert freaking De Niro, right? Yeah. Alyssa Milano is trying to make a career in an industry off of being an activist, right? She like, wrote the speech, Jason. You right? see her <laughs> yeah, reading it. Right, like, yeah. She took the time to write it. Yeah, like, she's trying to turn this. She's trying to turn herself from kind of known celebrity into Twitter, Twitter, you know, political celebrity, um, you know, which is like, I guess it's a way to go. Right. I mean, you know, like people try it, um, you know, but I, I don't I don't uh, it's hard to take her seriously. She's trying so hard. It's hard to take her seriously. Everything. If you live in California, you are completely insulated from anything else that goes on in the rest of the country. I mean, it literally feels like, and this is what I felt like, that you're behind an iron curtain there. You lived there. How long did you live yeah, there? Yeah, forever, like 15, 16 years. So it's like, I mean, everything that she said that she's so scared of about Donald Trump, you don't have to worry about in California. Um, all, they do, they have their own immigration policy, basically. Mm-hmm. They have their own freaking justice system, basically. Um, it, she has nothing to worry about. So I don't understand why, I mean... It, 
So I guess it really is. It, it, it's some kind of she's not relevant anymore. So maybe she can be relevant on Twitter. So I, I, I don't know. Oh, I guarantee you that's what it is. Did you see the video that she made where she was crying because of kids <laughs> at the border? being put in cages. Yeah. Like she just, she, it was on Periscope, I think on Twitter. She literally just filmed herself, just live streamed herself, just crying, no makeup, like just, oh my God, I can't believe Donald Trump went to him. And I feel like I should be seeing a Sarah Gonzalez parody. Of that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That? I know. Don't tempt me still. Oh. I, uh, where were they when this was, this was common yeah, fair. This with is, a, with Obama. this right. has been the policy and the, and the person that started this entire thing was His Holiness Bill Clinton himself. It started right there between him and Janet Reno, but silence up until all of a sudden they wanted to make it a big deal. But there's a gig here, right? Like, I mean, she's now making, you know, she's getting in front of a lot of people. She's meeting with, I mean, she met with even Ted Cruz, but I mean, lots of Democrats are, you know, every, she's a big, a big deal at all those, you know, important person, uh, you know, uh, cocktail parties. Mm -hmm. And she's probably going around making speeches for 10 grand a pop at, at uh, you know rallies and 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 think tanks and whatever you know whatever else, whatever else that's a whole circuit right yeah. and she's turned it herself into kind of like the head pseudo celebrity of that circuit it's probably good for her career she obviously doesn't know much about these issues I mean you hear her talk about it she doesn't seem to know yeah. very much about it but I mean you know do you need to know much about it to get on MSNBC no no I mean you don't <laughs> I mean it may be good for her career now but what about at, I mean, Trump is not going to be in office forever, even no. though I know that they try to pretend like he's not going to leave office, even if he gets, you know, kicked yeah. out. But, but those he's not going to be in office forever. Where does she go after that? Those people existed during Bush. Those people, I mean, you know, whenever there's a Republican president, there's a nice industry for people like mm-hmm. like her. Um, you know, I mean, they, they, they were always around. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just so much louder and more intense now. I don't know that it goes back, though. Yeah. You know, you wonder with the way that, you know, social media and everything, like, how, how does it go back? Right. Even oh. if you have a boring president, I don't think it goes back. I think these people just become basically kings like they are now. I mean, like, Trump is just, he dominates so much of public life right now. Even if you love him, that's not healthy for the country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yesterday's poll, why are the Democrats impeaching Trump? Trump. Uh, this was hard to pick. They hate Trump. Trump committed a crime. They're afraid of Trump or they just want to win. 49% of mm. you said they hate Trump. 36% said they're afraid of Trump. 12% said they just want to win. 3%. Who the hell are you? 3% Trump committed a crime. Those are my friends that, that are annoying to uh, the poll. Yeah. So you can't get a 0%. Ugh, stop it already. <laughs> just think about this. Every time you vote for the thing that you know Sarah would hate, you buy yourself that moment. Yeah. Where she goes, oh, jeez. I mean, who are you? Every time. This is, a, this is a great idea. Is it? Is it? Uh, today's poll, what are you most excited to watch this, this week? The Trump rally in Michigan, Democratic debate number six, if you oh, hate yourself, gosh. or Star Wars, the rise. Oh, come on. Oh, oh, you got to go Star I mean, I don't care how much you hate it. Uh, you got to go Star Wars. So, mm-hmm. if you'd like to instead troll someone else, you can vote against Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, look, there will be some answers on Star Wars. I think you probably Trump wins, right? Because Trump usually wins these polls. Thank God. But, I mean, I would definitely oh, say Star Wars. Rally, Who's though? watching like, a rally? I know. Wa- I mean, I will go. I'll go. I know you won't go yeah, to any rally. I don't work any rallies. I would go to a rally. I don't want to watch it on no. TV. It's the same stuff you yeah. hear him say every single time he goes anywhere. Like, you're not going to miss anything. Although this is, you know, he might get impeached on stage. I mean, it is. That's if true. you're going to go to one. <laughs> well, right. I want to go. Yeah, yeah. But you're still going to get the clips 
on social media. Yeah, you'll get right? it. All. Like you don't have you don't, to sit yeah. there and watch all of it. But and I Trump, don't know. Trump not a, not uh, not economic with his words. I know <laughs> those are long speeches. The craziest thing about this, just to pivot over back over to the movie, I, I've never seen a movie that has been so utterly spoiled and leaked. Uh, don't tell me anything. For that. I won't say anything about it. I'm not. But literally the entire movie. Really? Which, really? To, to me, yeah. To me, it's. I think. I think somebody of the, in the cast was disgruntled, like an actual big time actor. Oh. And I think they're one of the personas that have been leaked and everything. They leaked the plot lines and the screenshots of like a camera as they're filming it. Wow. It's all just. It's oh, all out there on Reddit. I, I, I'm. I'm uh, avoiding like the play. I want to watch it in yeah. its natural state. Uh, I've got tickets for Thursday night. So this, this trilogy is an upster, utter dumpster fire. I, I, I disagree wow. with that. I just, the, the second one was bad. The first one I liked. I thought the first one was good. Force Awakens I thought was solid. Uh, but this one, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I have hopes. J.J. Abrams back at the helm. I mean, I, I'm hope. I'm, don't, ruin, don't ruin my life. <laughs> Let us know uh, what you think. You can vote on Twitter, on the Blazes Twitter. Um, I, this is our last show on this set for the rest of the year. Wow, oh, that's I'm right. Because you're see going, you guys. You're I'm going to Florida. Florida. Yeah, I will be in so Florida. Um, we've got Benny Johnson. We've cool. got Alex Clark. We might have Candace Owens. We're trying to work on nice. that. Um, so we're going to be broadcasting from Florida for uh, the rest of the week. So I won't see you guys for Christmas. Aww, you're well, Merry welcome. Christmas. Merry, Merry, happy <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, but I will see you guys tomorrow. Tune in. We will be uh, coming to you from Florida from the Turning Point Student Action Summit. We'll see you tomorrow. It's so crazy. I know. We won't do the show again until 2020. Here. Wow. And then we're only a few weeks away from Iowa. Uh. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.